Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax-saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I want to look at some of the key numbers I think you should and you must be measuring in your business. So generally speaking, businesses will track numbers like turnover, gross profit margin, net profit margin, overheads. Some will look at debt, debtor days, certain expenditure. But there are some other key numbers which I think every single business should be tracking on a regular basis. Uh, and when I speak to most businesses, they have no idea of these numbers, let alone tracking them. Yet the ones which are very successful tend to track these numbers. So I thought it would be a good idea to share these with you so that you can start tracking them and improving them. The first uh, number is the cost per lead bit of a marketing number but this basically looks at how much does it cost you to generate a lead so let's imagine you're spending a thousand pounds per month on marketing and you're generating 10 leads that means each lead is costing you a hundred pounds now of course if you're a smart business owner you're not going to have one way of getting leads you'll have quite a few different ways of getting leads so you could be focusing on referrals there could be networking there could be uh, affiliate programs you could have direct mail you could have telemarketing you could have online marketing which could be facebook pay-per-click which is uh, or google pay-per-click you use in instagram the other social media channels including uh, linkedin direct mail tv radio the list goes on and being a sophisticated business owner you'll have quite a few different uh, marketing channels i hope so your task is to look at all of the different media and marketing channels that you have to see how much it's costing you to generate uh, a lead from each of the different marketing activities now generally speaking what people tend to do is they look at the cost per lead And one of the first mistakes they make, in my opinion, is they think, how do I now reduce this number? So using my earlier example of £100 per lead, people will think, well, wouldn't it be great if I could reduce that to £50 or £25? And of course that would be. But as you reduce the cost, the quality most likely may go down. So the point I'm making is don't be fixated on reducing your cost per lead because there are other numbers we need to look at which will help us determine whether the cost per lead is worth it or not which I'm going to cover uh, as we uh, proceed on this particular uh, session but make sure you track the cost per lead what you could also do is uh, tracking the cost per lead from every marketing uh, activity and then you could also, if you wanted a broad brush approach to start off to make it easier for you, 
you can like look at the average cost per lead over all of your marketing. Uh, so, so you could you could start there and then start drilling into uh, every single different type of activity. But tracking the cost per lead is exceptionally important. The next number I think you should be tracking is cost per sale. The cost per sale is how much does it cost you to get a prospect to be a client. So partly, obviously, you've got cost per lead. Then when they become a lead, from the time they are a lead to the time they become a client, how much money are you spending to get them to become a customer or a client? That is also a very important number. Uh, and again, that should be tracked alongside your cost per lead. And what you could, would and should do is track the cost uh, per sale or cost per acquisition from every different type of marketing activity. But also if you're starting off just now, then just do the average cost uh, per acquisition or per sale to start off with. And then again, you can drill down uh, into more detail. Above and beyond that, you then want to look at the transaction size. And this is how much is someone ordering when they place an order with us. Alongside this, you should also be looking at your average transaction size. And to keep it really simple, if your turnover is £100,000 and you've got 100 clients, then your average transaction size is, uh, or your average customer value is uh, £1,000. Uh, but that would be too simplistic because each customer may be spending a thousand pounds, but they might be buying from you ten times a year. So the transaction size is a hundred pounds, and the number of times they buy from you is ten times. Uh, so you want to look at the transaction size every single time a customer buys for you, but also look at the average value of a client. How much is a client or a customer worth to me? And transaction size is important. It's important because linking it back to the first uh, indicator uh, or the measure, which was cost per sale, if it's cost, costing you £100, using the earlier example, to get a customer and that customer is worth or the, tr the transaction size on that, on that uh, is £1,000 and you then have a second marketing activity where it's costing you £50 but the transaction size is £300 and it should be glaringly obvious to you that the £100 lead is better than the lower cost lead because it's generating a higher transaction size and that's how you want to look at it and this is why you want to break down all the different marketing activity, find out the cost per lead of that marketing activity, find the cost per sale and the transaction size or the average transaction size of that marketing activity to then see which activity generates the best and the highest transaction size and then invest more of your money in that as opposed to trying to reduce the cost per lead. Moving on from that and linked to that, you then want to look at the total customer lifetime value. And again, look, sticking to our early example, if the average value of a customer is a thousand pounds per year and they stay with you for five years, 
then the lifetime value of that customer is £5,000. Now you want to compare that to the cost per lead. So if it costs you £100 to get a customer and they're spending £1,000 with you a year and £5,000 with you over five years, okay, you now want to be thinking, is it worth spending £100 to get that lead to then obviously convert them into a client where you'll have obviously a cost per sale uh, to generate £5,000 on average from them over the next five years. So this is now where you're trying to look to get more sophisticated or look to become more sophisticated and at the same time, it's now seeing what the real value per customer is. And once you've got that, you can then work backwards, work out your margins and most importantly, work out how much you're willing to pay to get that customer. Because if you know that a customer is worth £5,000 on average, it might the, the business economics in your business might tell you you can spend, say, up to £300 to get that customer. So, so, you, so rather than spending £100 on cost per lead, you can afford to spend £300 cost per lead, which therefore means two clear and immediate things. It's more than two, by the way, but I'm going to keep it simple today. The first one is that you should now be thinking about where else can I market and what else can I spend this money on to get this customer? Uh, and at the same time, how can I improve my existing marketing to get more customers, which are worth £5,000? But secondly, it now gives you more spending power which means now because you can spend three times as much to get more customers, you can most likely outspend most of your competitors because they probably haven't done this exercise. They don't know what a customer's worth to them. They probably don't know how much they're spending uh, to get a customer. So they have no idea, or most of them won't. You obviously do. And if from £100, you're now spending £300, or you've trebled, uh, your investment in marketing most competitors won't be able to compete with that and if all of your other systems are good in terms of sales and marketing you're going to be able to get more customers and better value customers but that's why you want to work out these numbers to see exactly what the return on investment is and as i've said a lot of people don't track these numbers and if you track them you're going to be well ahead of the curve. Alongside this, we haven't yet looked at, okay, how do we now increase and improve the retention from say five years, which was 5,000 pounds, to seven years to make them 7,000 pounds. That's something else you could be focusing on. And then above and beyond that, what you can be focusing on, okay, how am I going to increase my prices so to make even better margins? So that 7,000 might become 8,000 pounds over the lifetime value above and beyond that you can then think be thinking about what else can i cross sell or upsell to them while they're with me over the five years to add even more value so the eight thousand pounds now might become nine or ten thousand pounds so now can you see how the numbers are improving and if the, if the number becomes ten thousand pounds now you're thinking how much am i willing to spend to get a customer whose lifetime value is ten thousand pounds over five years and that, if if on five thousand, that figure was three hundred. On ten thousand, for example, to keep it simple, the figure might be six hundred pounds. 
If it started with £100, you're now on £600. Not only are you most likely to outspending most of your competitors, but you're also spending more on marketing and therefore increasing the chances of getting more leads. And the more well-refined your marketing machine is and the better you track your numbers and the better you become at marketing, the more efficient and the more productive and the higher the return on investment is going to be. Above and beyond that, what you're now or what you're next going to be thinking is how do I now get referrals from this customer so they can refer people like themselves so I can get more customers like them who could be worth £10,000 over their lifetime value. Now if that starts happening, so now if every customer refers on average to say two customers over five years, which isn't a, a, a high or a big number, uh, hopefully they refer more than two to you, but let's just say it's two, now they're worth £10,000 and they're generating for you an additional £20,000. Now what's that worth to you? That's going to have a very different value. And of course, looking at all of this, looking at improving and increasing the lifetime value, the, one of the most, well, two uh, important things. One is you'll improve your profits and your margins and your cash flow. The second one is you're adding more equity and value to your business. So your business will be worth more. So you're doing most both things because sometimes what I find is, quite often in fact, is small business owners are too focused on improving income not so focused on improving equity. And yet after having worked in their business for 20 years, when you tell them their business is worth diddly squat or isn't worth that much, they're very disappointed and upset and annoyed because they think in their mind, their business is worth hundreds and thousands, if not millions of pounds. But had they focused on building income and building equity at the same time, then their business would be worth a lot more. And of course, talking about investment, you also want to be looking at how much money and how much capital you've invested in your business and then look at the direct return on your investment of that capital that you've invested to see that you're giving the, you're getting the best return. And as you're investing more working capital, what you can do is you can track the working capital turnover, which is pretty simple to do. All you do is you work out your net annual turnover or your sales, divide that by your average working capital, and that's going to give you your working capital turnover. And then you can start thinking about how do I improve that number? And the two obvious, obvious opportunities are, one, keep the money in your business to try and uh, increase, improve the value of your business and your profits. But secondly, you might think, well, the return here isn't as good as if I invested in a different business or in the stock market or in property or doing something else. And then you might think, let me take half of the funds out, invest them somewhere else and leave half, the, half of them here because you obviously want to diversify and you obviously want to continue with your business. So that's an additional thing you can think about. And of course, if you do that, you'll then generate uh, additional revenue streams, which is exceptionally important and that's something which I will cover uh, on a future podcast because that's one of my uh, specialisms uh, and having uh, not having in fact owning five different businesses and having multiple streams of uh, income is important 
I'll share with you how, how I've done that. And I'll also share with you how I'm upscaling some of those businesses uh, to generate uh, even more revenue, profits, uh, and a better and a bigger business overall. I hope you find that useful. I hope you're going to go away and start tracking these numbers. And I hope through tracking these numbers, you're going to improve your marketing. You're going to improve your efficiency. You're going to improve your profits, your cash flow, uh, your drawings and your dividends. Most importantly, the net value of your business. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money. 